Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. In today's healthy conversation, I'm joined by nutritionist, mother, and dynamic ambassador, Alex Pendlebury. We chat about motherhood, all things health, how to fuel your body during the cooler months, and Alex's go-to meals. Kindly joining me while in isolation, Alex is a well-known personality and familiar face on our TV screens here in Melbourne. She works for Channel 7 with her booming media career that sees her presenting for an array of different categories. I loved my chat with Alex and all of her knowledge that she provides on health and nutrition. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation of The Healthy Hustlers as well. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Dynamic, fresh, healthy, ready-to-go meals designed by chefs and nutritionists. Hello, Alex, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited to chat to you. How is everything going for you guys at the moment in isolation and your new little fam of four? Yeah, really well. It's um, it's when we were in the the heavy isolation. It was it was quite nice having Scott home because Darcy was only about four months old. So. It was good to have the help if I am to speak selfishly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's actually it, we've come out of it now and Scott is actually still, he still has to stay isolated as per the AFL restrictions. But it's nice. He's back at training and a bit of normality back in our lives. So, um, yeah, we're going well. Oh, that's so good to hear. And, yeah, I think everyone's enjoying having that little bit of normality back, even if it's from schools or being able to do a bit more work and stuff. So I think we all needed it. It felt like a long little stint there of of just complete opposite to what we're used to. So it's good to see everyone getting back and some sport on TV. I know my husband's loving having sport on TV again. I know. That's what sent him a bit crazy, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting used to having it on 24-7 as well. I think um, Scott definitely missed live sport, but it's nice to have things back to normal and be able to take Jacks to a park and not have that cabin fever every day. So it's good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's quite fitting at the moment, self-care and really prioritising that, I think especially more so when we were in isolation, but it's a very important tool, I believe, to kind of incorporate into our everyday life. And I'd love to know what one self-care practice is that you've been really nailing lately. I mean, healthy eating sort of is second nature to me now because I studied nutrition and that's just a way of life for me now. But in terms of really trying to be take care of myself, it's always comes down to working out for me. Like I'm not a massive, I'm not don't go crazy or anything, but my time where I go for a walk or you know do a circuit at home or go to the gym when they're open again, um, that is my self care time my time out and my time to myself and I always try to get at least three workout sessions in a week Uh, but when we're in isolation that was I just started doing less meals I don't know if did you ever used to do body attack or body step back in the day I did yeah it was so much fun yeah so I did that like when I was a teenager when I quit gymnastics that's kind of what I took up to be active and I saw that they have an app online now. I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. It's only like $20 a month or something. 
And it's really fun because it brings back memories, uh, just all the jumping around and stuff like that. Um, and so I've been doing that over isolation. I just try to do, I only go for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So I just try to do that up in our lounge room or whatever um, three times a week. And Jax is around because he doesn't sleep anymore, but he just sort of joins in now. It's a bit of fun for him as well. So that's self-care would definitely be exercise for me. That's just, I just try to get it in and, makes me feel better and um yeah that's my self-care do you know what I've been so bad during isolation I felt like I was getting so good with movement and really prioritizing it and it's just all gone <laughs> since isolation so you've inspired me to get going again now gyms are reopening on Monday so I definitely need to get back to movement because it's so true it just gets the endorphins going doesn't it and like such I feel good energy and rush through your body once you've done a workout. So I could imagine that that would be such a fun workout. Yeah, I think that, you know, there's so much you can do at home for the mums that are listening, you know, when your baby's sleeping or you can get your toddler involved. There's there's so many apps now that you can do at home. There's less meals, which I said, there's that Kayla, it seems, I think how you say, say her name. Um, I did that after I had Jack's that that was, yes. but um, I got sick of that, so now I'm doing Les Mills. But um, I think there's Keep It Cleaner. There's so many apps that you can do stuff from home because it is hard getting to a gym when you're a mum. So something from home, we're lucky oh, these days. Yeah, we really are. And I, I loved seeing that through isolation was like all a lot of influencers getting online as well and doing free workouts and stuff. So they were so accessible but that, and they're all so free. So almost was like no real excuse not to get your sweat on. Um, so I've loved just seeing how much value people are giving to each other's. And I've actually been saving heaps of them on my Instagram and, yeah, we'll just do them when I kind of do get a little bit of time. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm finding it a bit hard. We're in an apartment. So poor Georgia wakes every time I have like music or anything going. So I'm like one of those mums that tiptoe around when she's sleeping because I'm like, don't wake the baby. Oh my God, don't worry. Uh We were in an apartment too when we had Jax and he was a bad sleeper. So when he did fall asleep, I didn't even let people flush the toilet. I was like, just don't flush. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love it. It's so funny. It's all the things that you think, like I never thought that I would be that mum. I would have been like, my kid's going to be around heaps of noise and they'll sleep and then you actually have a baby and it's like, yeah, I'm totally not what I thought I was going to be. I know. I know. I'm usually pretty relaxed, but when it comes to sleep, it's like, got to get that, got to get that sorted. Absolutely. So how are you finding now being a mum of two? You welcomed Darcy. That was last year, wasn't it? I yeah, think she's yeah. only a few months older than Georgia. Yeah, so she's seven months tomorrow actually. Um, so she's November and, yeah, going well. Um, second baby, she's a dream. I'll, I will give her that, but it's it's a lot easier the second time around. You know what you're doing, you know the sleep cues, you know when they're hungry, I've breastfed before, so found it a lot easier the second time. So, yeah, it's definitely easier the second time around. It's it's the first, the toddler that keeps you on the toes still. Um, so, yeah, now Darcy's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear. And you're so right, all the things, because that's where half the exhaustion comes from at the start, isn't it, of just learning all of those things. Like yeah. it's this whole new world of yeah, like sleep cues and how to settle them and how they want to be settled and breastfeeding or feeding, like everything is so new and 
quite overwhelming that it's like that in itself is so exhausting, let alone putting in the sleepless nights and um, just how fatigued your body is in general. So, yeah, I'm glad to hear that it's easy second time around you're giving me faith. (laughs) Now, even how it's like you've got to feed every three hours, every four hours, what times to put them down, like you just know all that stuff the second time around. So it's, it's so much easier. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. So, and how's Jack's going with it? Is he loving having a little sister? He's really good, actually. He's super gentle and really, he's a really affectionate little guy. So, he's been awesome. Um, The first week when we came home, it was really hard for him. And even when I was in hospital, because I hadn't spent a night away from him before that and was in hospital for four nights and he was really emotional around the first week when I brought her home, sort of like that's my mummy type thing. But um, he came around really quickly and he adores her now. So yeah, he's, he's been so good. Oh, that's so nice. And I guess with everything that's been going on, you know, in the world and and having isolation, how have you kind of prioritized yours and your family's health during this time? Well, I was about to say sleep, but but that's pretty dictated by the kids. But I try. We try to get good sleep, healthy food. Just making sure that we're on top of the shopping. I think healthy eating comes down to the food that you buy. So if you make sure that you do your shopping and you're not caught out, that's a big tick. Yeah, you know, if you're eating well, um, getting outside over isolation was a big one too. We, we tried to go for a thirty minute walk a couple times a day just to be outside. I think, you know, getting sunshine on your skin and avoiding that cabin fever boxed in feeling. And yeah, as movement, as we spoke about before, that's something important to us both. Um, Like whether Scott would go, he'd go in the mornings and I'd go in the afternoon and we'd try to do something to get the kids moving as well. But yeah, sleep, healthy food and movement, that's kind of all it comes down to, to tick the healthy boxes, you know. It's such a good tip what you say about just like making sure you have the food and prioritizing that shopping and stuff. And because I think as soon as you don't have the food in the fridge or the good food, that's when you go reaching for the more naughty stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I know we always like make a bit of a date date now out of our, you know, Sunday shop and, you know, get a coffee and get Georgia out of the house. And it's actually a really nice way to make it a bit of a ritual as well so that we know we've like stopped for the week and there's no kind of excuse to stop off and get food that we don't need or you know for me it's usually hot chips if I don't if I don't have lunch <laughs> at home so I um, definitely avoid all those things yeah no if you're prepared and you've got the food in the fridge that's the number one thing it's it's when you're not don't have stuff there that that's when your healthy eating can sort of go out the window that's we always have dynamic as our backup for when I haven't cooked and I'm not prepared, Dynamics our go-to, which is it's that's that's a life changer, especially when you first have your baby as well. That's a, another good tip. Have some ready-made meals that are healthy, you know, stocked up in your freezer as well. Yeah, I've been loving them because I find my biggest like I quite enjoy cooking. So and it's a bit of a like it's a bit of self-care for me to be honest, but lunch times for me I just feel like, and you would know this as mum, like the days just fly. Like I could blink and it'd be like three o'clock and I'm scrambling to find something to eat. Ryan gets home from work and then he's annoyed because I'm eating lunch at four o'clock. So I got onto the dynamic meals and they are so good. They're amazing. And I love that all 
the meat's actually from, well, the beef is from South Gippsland where I grew up. So I loved seeing that, that it's like supporting local farmers and stuff down there. So I think uh, he's got from, is he a South Gippsland boy as well? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. When when we first um, started working with Dynamic, actually, we went through the kitchens and when we got home, we actually said to each other, I want to order it more. The kitchens are immaculate. The chefs are awesome. We saw the food coming in from the, the meat from Gippsland and all the local produce. And we started ordering it more after going through their kitchen. It was just, yeah, their produce is really fresh and they don't cook with too much oils and fats. Um, and that's where, yes, that's where calories get out of control. So it's a really trustworthy brand and um, they make really good food. Yeah, they do. I've been eating them, yeah, for my lunches for quite a while now. But it's so funny, Ryan will come home from dinner, f- from work and he'll like go into the fridge and when I have one and I'm like, no, they're mine for my lunch. I can't. <laughs> so protective over them. I know, I hide the ones that I like. honestly been a game changer for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I hide the ones I like down the bottom of the fridge. I'm like, no, 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 they're mine. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. You got to do that. Um, so I guess as a nutritionist, you know, we are coming into winter. It's, I guess, known as flu season. And I'd love to know kind of what are some of your favorite foods to really eat in abundance during this time, during winter that really can kind of support that healthy immune system? I kind of just try to stick to whole foods. I, I, healthy eating, it's pretty simple. You've just as long as you stick to whole foods as much as you can. I mean, in winter, I probably, I don't, in summer, I have salads and winter, I do probably have a bit heavier foods like potatoes and curries and stuff like that. Um, so I probably do eat some a little bit heavier, I think, because our bodies are working harder to keep warm in winter. Um, but yeah, in terms of just eating well, I just try to stick to healthy foods. Um, and in, in winter, you know, if, you, if you're eating some fruits and getting citrus, that's good for, for your vitamin C. The big one in winter is actually vitamin D um, and if you're not seeing enough sunlight, I'd like to take a vitamin C, D supplement over winter and I, I do it for the kids too because um, that one, you know, you can't really control through diet as much. But, yeah, that's about all I change. Yeah, that's actually a good tip. I've never thought to get a vitamin D, but, you know, especially living in Victoria, like we don't see sun for quite some time really yeah. throughout those winter months. They're, they're very cold. So um, that's something I definitely need to go on to. Yeah, I had a blood test done um, one winter a few years ago and I was really low in vitamin D and it was like June or July. And I did start taking vitamin D just for that winter sort of period until the sun came out a little bit more and was a bit stronger in spring. And I had a blood test the following winter and it was back up. So it does work. And I just, um, for kids, you can buy like a little drop and I put a drop of vitamin D in Jax's oats. We'll be right back after this healthy break. As you guys would know, I'm all about helping you make your hustle healthy, which is exactly why I'm so excited to have partnered with Dynamic. Dynamic provide busy people just like you with fresh, healthy, ready-to-go meals that have been designed by chefs, and nutritionists. They offer a seasonal menu that is designed for the widest range of dietary needs and it's all freshly prepared to order in their carbon neutral kitchen. Their meals are of course packed with real food, they're free from nasties and they support local farmers by using sustainably grown local produce. And if that's not enough, Dynamic also use environmentally friendly packaging that helps to reduce up to 20 tonnes of plastic a year. They are the perfect on-the-go lunch option for hustlers 
or a convenient, ready-to-go dinner for a busy families. All you need to do is head to dynamic.com.au to get your hands on some of their delicious and healthy meals today. Eating healthy has never been so convenient. That's the thing too, we kind of, you do want those more comfort foods. Like when you're saying that, I was like, oh my goodness, I go straight to like the slow cooked meals and the curries and yet yeah, all those like really heavy, hearty things. Yeah. Um, but something like, yeah, not seeing sun is something that we can kind of just forget because it's we're in winter and we know that we can't see the sun so getting that bit of vitamin d is yeah a great little tip i'll definitely start doing that one um and it's funny even now like i guess having to think a lot more about food well like i have been with georgia because she's like just you know starting foods and i'm really trying to give her a huge variety of you know really nutritious food i guess how do you manage that with the kids like do you have any like real go-to's that are quite full of goodness for the kids I try to give the kids what we have. So if I'm having, you know, eggs on toast with some veggies on the side for lunch, I'll do a, a version of that for the kids as well. Um, I just try to make sure that they have some carbs, some good quality protein, some healthy fats each meal and just sort of try and get some fruit in in the mornings and a vegetable in with lunch and a couple of veggies in with dinner. Then you're sort of ticking it off like um, – I sort of like to mentally break down. I do it by habit now, but I just try to make sure that there's, you know, a really healthy carb in there, a healthy protein, healthy fats and some veggies and you can't really go wrong. I guess for anyone who's not overly aware of their healthy carbs, what would you say that, you know, some of the healthiest carbs are? Because I think we get quite scared, you know, a lot of people get scared of eating carbs. Oh, yeah, for sure. But they're our number one energy source and definitely don't be scared of carbs. But healthy carbs are... Um, whole grains, so your rice, your quinoa, um, your oats, whole grain bread. Pasta's not not the devil either, but I, I, I tend to buy a brown whole grain pasta. But the main carbs that I focus on are my potatoes, rice, quinoa, and oats. They're probably my four favourite sources of carbs and also whole grain breads. Yeah, that's so good to know. I've actually never realized until I had, so Georgia was, when I started to put her on more solid foods, was getting quite constipated as a baby. And so I was doing quite a bit of Googling and researching on, you know, really high fiber foods to get her bowels, I guess, moving. And I'd never realized how rich in fiber quinoa was. And that's actually been my little hack. I've been putting heaps of that in her veggie mixes and it's working a treat. I can't believe it. People are always really scared of carbs and it's crazy because whole grains contain so much fiber and our guts just love whole grains. It's such a, a good gut health food as well. So avoiding whole grains is is definitely not a good idea. Um, they're just they keep you regular and they've got so much goodness to them. So yeah, whole grains is definitely something not to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I guess what led you to becoming a nutritionist? Were you always really interested in food and healthy eating growing up, or was it something that kind of evolved over time? Um. It's funny, my mum was, she always worked really hard and um, wasn't a good cook at all. She won't mind me saying that. I always hang, hang crap on her about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was just an, no, no good at cooking. I had two minute noodles all the time. And my, my version of veggies was like tinned peas and corn. So I, when I was in school and they said like, what would you like to do? I kind of had an interest in 
cooking and nutrition because mum never did it. So I was like, oh, I sort of just wanted to learn more about it. And I was a gymnast as well. So I kind of had an interest in how it could help me perform better as well. Um, so yes. yeah, I started it. St- I decided to study it in uni. And then in my first year, I started to realize that it's gonna, like, it's always going to come in handy, not just for me, but for when I have a family and, you know, mm. and then I met Scott and nutrition was so interesting to him as well. So it was something I decided in school, but then when I um, started it in uni, it was, I realized it was definitely the right thing for me. Um, if I'm reading or, you know, you, you generally find, find out what you're interested in by what you do in your spare time and spare time for me, I love reading up on the new, new nutrition and, you know, where, what's news there. So, um, yeah, that's it's definitely always been my passion. With something like that, it is almost instilled from a young age of, of, you know, having that interest right there. And then I know, yeah, I've always been interested in food, not that I've studied nutrition, but I sometimes I think I should have, and I would have really enjoyed it, but I went down a bit more down the business path. Um, yeah, well, every, everyone's got to eat, so. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I just like, I love being able, I think too, just how it can bring people together, food and like good food. It is such a so much more than just like a meal on our plate like it brings people together it brings families together and it creates so many beautiful memories and moments so I think I've always really cherished food for that and had this great appreciation for it so yeah yeah I love that that you were interested in it from such a young age I guess how has your knowledge really impacted your family's overall health and well-being well, heaps for Scott. Um, he's a bit lucky there in terms of I was able to teach him. He knows just as much as me now, but in terms of, um, you know, recovery and the right foods and the right amount of energy to have for a game, um, it's come in handy for him for sure. And then having kids, as we were talking about before, when you were saying how how what how do you do their meals, um, it's definitely come in handy there because I, I can balance their meals and make sure they're getting the right nutrients and everything. So it's definitely coming handy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And do you kind of teach that, like, do you ever tell, no, Darcy's probably too young now, but do you ever, like, tell Jax about the foods and what it kind of does for him and how it's going to make him big and strong? (laughs) I love hearing those kind of stories of how parents get kids eating veggies. Yeah, definitely. He's, um, Jax is actually really, he's a really fussy eater. Um, So when it comes to eating, I do try and explain to him, you know, if he's having some protein and healthy carbs, I'll, be, I'll say they're going to make your muscles big and strong or they're going to make you sleep really well. Or there was one time that he was saying, like a few months ago, he was saying he had a really sore tummy and I think he was a little bit constipated. So now when he's have, having his veggies, I'll say, you've got to eat your broccoli so that you do good poo. And he, he gets that now. I'll say, you know, you've got to eat your carrots and stuff so you don't get a sore tummy. And he, underst- he does understand it. So I definitely try to keep him in the loop in simple terms, of course, but yeah, it helps. One thing that I love um, is healthy habits. And I love kind of like injecting things one by one into my life and making it an actual habit and something I stick to and then introducing the next one. So I think we can really easily get quite overwhelmed. And I know 
you know, when I was a lot younger and I used to have that mentality of, oh, I'm going on a health kick and I'm going to start on Monday and I would try to change everything and not eat any naughty food and go to the gym and do all of these things. And I just kept feeling like a failure because I'd only get two or three days in and, you know, I'd fall straight off the bandwagon. So now I've really kind of changed my approach to being very much about habit, like making things become a habit and really injecting them into my life until they're second nature. And then I kind of move on to my, my next big health goal. But for you, I'd love to kind of get a, an understanding of some of your favorite healthy habits. And if you have like a number one thing that you couldn't live without. Yeah, definitely. Well, c- Consistency is key. And if you're doing, if you go too hard, then, you know, and it's not sustainable, there's just no point. Um, so yeah, you're right. I think the first step for me and I think for anyone should be food. I think that's definitely the most important one, getting that right and just trying to focus on eating an abundance of whole foods and trying to make your own meals as much as you can or make sure what you're eating is fresh and healthy. And then once you've got that under control, then exercise would probably come second for me. Um, Just making sure that, you know, I think a good point is um, getting 10,000 steps in a day. I think that's a government recommendation, but it is a good one. It's If you're getting 10,000 steps, then it does mean you're getting out and about and you're being pretty active. Um, So I try to get my steps up. um, And as I said before, you know, working out, I try to do a bit of resistance training of some sort three times a week just to keep toned and have some muscle um, because that's also really important. Yeah, even if it's just little things like going for a walk, it always clears your head. Um, and, you know, clears that brain fog that you can get. And then, yeah, keeping on top of your sleep, that would probably come third. Yeah, our sleep is such a big one. And at the the moment, as I was saying to you before we started chatting, I'm not getting a huge amount of it at the moment. And it's amazing what you can actually do. But my goodness, I was such a huge, well, I am such a huge advocate for sleep, but I was like, I'm one of those people that needs eight or nine hours to actually be like a fully functioning, happy human being. So at the moment, I'm like, every time someone says sleep, I'm like, oh yes, that beautiful thing. I know. Well, it's, you have less control over it when you have kids. Oh, absolutely. But I guess it makes you appreciate it even more when you do get it. So if anyone's listening without kids, please make sure you're appreciating your sleep because one day you'll want it. Um, I guess on the movement thing though, um, coming into winter, it's really quite cold, especially here in Melbourne, in Victoria. How do you kind of stay motivated to really get moving and stay active? And do you have kind of any tips for the listeners if they're kind of feeling a little bit like, I guess like me at the moment and a bit um, a bit demotivated with getting active and getting out and about? Um, I always try to set a goal at the start of the week. So Monday, I'll always set what I want to get done for the week. And that way I find I get it done because it, you know, sense of accomplishment is actually there. So like on a Monday, I might say, I want to do resistance training on Monday and Wednesday, and I want to jump on the bike on Friday, or I want to go for a walk jog on Friday. And I don't set them crazy, but I always set my goals um, on a Monday and just try and make sure that I get them done. That's, it's just kind of as simple as that. And making sure that i put the time aside, whether that's saying to Scott, you know, um, on Wednesday morning, I'm going out from six till seven in the morning, just so, just so you know. Um, and then he can sort of keep me accountable for it too. But, um, yeah, just putting the time aside and planning it and then ticking it off and yeah, getting it done. 
But in winter, actually, I will add doing some stuff inside um, has helped me. Like it's been cold lately, so getting the apps and getting them up on the TV, thats it's such a good one for winter because you don't even have to leave your home. You can just do it in your lounge room, you know. Yes, no, I definitely think the doing stuff from home um, is really important at the moment and just getting moving in any moment that you kind of can. So, yeah, that's really good advice. But I guess I'd love to know what the future looks like for you, Alex. What's in store? When I um, had the kids, that's sort of my purpose changed and my purpose now is to raise two little kids. Um, But outside of that, um, just taking up any opportunities that I am passionate about, which always tends to be health and fitness. But, yeah, I I think I'll just keep on taking up opportunities and I love working in the media and, yeah, I love health and fitness. So anything that combines both of those two things is sort of where I'm headed. But mum first and foremost, really. Yeah, I love that. And what an amazing job that is. So I think it's it's so special to have that. And you, you almost don't realize it until you have it and you're like, oh, wow, this this is the most important and the most special job in the world. So yeah, what a beautiful thing to be able to watch your, your little humans grow and interact together. It's so nice. So special. Yeah. And yeah, being, being a mum's awesome. Um, I just make sure I'd I'm not too busy that I miss it. Um, I like to try and keep keep everything work-wise, you know, manageable so that I don't find that I'm missing out on them growing up and it sounds corny but being present. Um, I feel like when I'm busy I don't get to take it in as much. So I, that, definitely that's my purpose at the moment, just, just being a mum and anything that I can squeeze in is in the health and fitness and media space is a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely, it goes quick, doesn't it? Those oh, you know, it months so and quick. then I'm sure you're finding it with Jack's like even the years. Yeah, it flies by. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for joining me today. I've absolutely loved chatting to you and yeah, I wish, you know, keep enjoying being a beautiful mum. I love seeing all your little snaps and stuff on Instagram. So thank you for sharing that and being with us today. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.